right, welcome to another episode of Modern Life Podcast. I'm Sam, joined by my sister Tabby. How are you, Tabby? I'm good. I was away in Germany yes, after you 10 were. years, and then I was sick, but we are back now. You were there for what, like three weeks, right? Yes. Yeah. I want to make a whole podcast about your experience from Germany, but... It's not that interesting. Yeah, Just I look thought up it was interesting. Google tourists <laughs> on the romantic road. But we talked... It's hard to make a podcast after you've already talked so much about it, so... Anyways, we decided this week we're going to dive a little bit into video games. We've done movies the last couple times, and my sister and I do enjoy... Not that we're crazy... Yeah, gamer heads. I'm, I'm very picky. We do enjoy our occasional video game here and there, and I mean, we're somewhat passionate about it. I used, you know, I used to play way more middle school, high school. I would play like almost every single day, but that's those days are long gone. <laughs> <laughs> those days are long gone. I don't got time for that anymore. But um, I think this year, 2018, I think it's the most video games I've played. Since maybe like high school. Really? Yeah. I okay. just Just like here and there, you know, playing some shooter games, mm -hmm. playing some other stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just getting back into it a little bit more than I used to, I think. But um, so specifically we wanted to cover, what's the game? You Kentucky suggested the game. Kentucky Route Zero. Kentucky Route Zero. It's an indie game. It's a click and point. Click and point. It's a lot of reading. A lot of reading. It's um, <laughs> it's a Rust Belt Gothic um, video game, and it kind of was a response to the uh, recession. So the whole premise of this game, we're just gonna explain a little bit because I don't think it's that well known. No. You are a uh, truck driver. You're trying to find Highway Zero. You are in Kentucky. That's where the name comes mm -hmm. from. Um, and because it has so many gothic elements, it can get very um, abstract at times. And the, I want to say the aesthetic of it visually is um, very basic. It's not like a movie level of animation. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of more um, like squares. How do, not on yeah. a Minecraft level, but... No, but it yeah, it is almost just like but all these... Yeah. It's like if someone just took a bunch of squares and triangles and made graphics out of it, but it's like to an extreme level, yeah. like the most beautiful version of that. Yes. <laughs> and and there's very little color. Very, very little color. So the color that does show up really pops out, but it's also the way they really get, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a gorgeous game, hands down. And I think just how they do, you know how the shadows are done that's mm -hmm. and how colors pop out how the shadows reflect on everything i mean that's i think that's kind of the key to what makes the game look so good no yeah like the clouds and trees were just diamond shapes but right. you look at it and you're like right. oh that's a tree like somehow your brain still yeah like you get it recognizes it um also in the third third act i think mm -hmm. there was a singing scene where the um ceiling just lifts off of right. the building and it's all just triangles but it's and still the lead singer is in this bright blue dress so it just yeah it's like a white white pops dress right out and i also really love the elements of really using 
foreground, middle ground, background, because you'll mm -hmm. sometimes have these silhouettes in the foreground, like you'll come out of a house and right. there's these trees you're walking through or just silhouettes of people playing instruments. And the music is really gorgeous, and I found myself, like even if I had something else to do, just kind of staying in a scene hmm. and listening to the music. Um, another image that I found really, really striking, which I don't even know if... I'm the only one who finished the game. My brother did not finish <laughs> We're going to get to that. <laughs> um, but there was a scene where there's a tree fallen on the side of the road, and it's on a fence, and the tree's in the middle of the picture, and there's light shining on it. Mm -hmm. And I just stared at that forever. It was probably one of really? the most gorgeous... Um, and it very much reminded me, if I'm... If I'm comparing it to one of those moments where you just kind of stay in a game, like when you first see Libertalia in Uncharted, for example, and you're kind of just <laughs> staying there and you're looking at all the buildings and you're like, I finally found it and there's such cool stuff to explore. Right. And I think it's interesting you take that very cinematic level of animation mm -hmm. um, and you can recreate the same effect for a player with a completely different, more hmm. elementary um, art style. Right. You know, so. Yeah, and I mean, the, the game is just really difficult to explain exactly what it is. And you suggested the game. I start. I really had no idea going into it what I was getting into. And at first, I was really kind of captivated by it. And I didn't really know, like, what time... What time period is this game? When like when you first start in the first level, you're at that gas station, and just kind of by how the truck looks and the aesthetic and everything. At first, I thought we're like 1930s Great Depression, and then but there's like a computer in the gas station, so I was like, oh wait. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like a really yeah, it's like its own, and I don't even know that it's from everything I researched, I couldn't really find that it has a specific date i mean it is kind of mm -hmm. it's like a little bit its own world right i think the experiences described in it resonate so much with kind of the dark side of americana and the experiences people are going through still mm -hmm. um from that recession that it kind right. of made more sense to me that it was a little bit modern but right. yeah there's many elements in it that are kind of more in the past so it's a little... Yeah, and I just... So I got not even halfway through. I almost finished Act 2, and I just couldn't... There's, I think it was it Act 2, Scene 3, I think it is, when you're, you're trying to find... You're trying to find a doctor in the game, right? And you end at the museum. So the main character's leg gets... Just to kind of tell our listeners. Yeah, yeah, gets, yeah. Um, gets busted in a mine. Early and on, and you're kind of dealing with it. You're just trying to find a doctor. Like yeah, that. and it's, you're walking through this museum, and I was like, I just, I just lost, like, the game was just too slow for me. <laughs> it gets, it's too abstract at times, too. Um, there's a scene where you're doing something with a computer later on, and mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing, and I was getting very frustrated because it was tedious, and it didn't, mm -hmm. to me, do anything for the very loose story and characters. Right. Um, so there are parts of it that are just, I don't understand the point of it and I'm not enjoying myself. Right. Um, and I kind of felt that way for most of it, for pretty much all of it. And I was just like, I can't, I can't finish this. Like, it's just, 
it's just not for me and i'm i'm not saying it's a bad game but it's just i just realized like this like this is just not my wheelhouse yeah. whatsoever and i was getting this is i don't know if this has ever happened to me i mean maybe a couple times in a video game where it was just i was getting like seriously infuriated walking through that museum because it was just so sl- just painfully slow and i'm and just the narrative switches you're seeing everything through other people yeah like it's constantly eyes. constantly doing that switching and i was just like i just like i'm, I'm gonna turn this off it tries <laughs> too hard to be disorienting yeah at times i think that's what it um, is the first act i love and then in the fourth act you're actually not on a road you're on a boat um and that's where it kind of finds its voice again for me. Hmm, the first okay. act and the fourth act were really the best ones. And then the fourth act is something that um, happens to the main character that to me was just oh, just one of those, oh my God, moments. Which well, I, we, can, we can do a spoiler alert. Um, so once you get your leg repaired, it mm-hmm. shows up as like a skeleton leg. Right, I saw that. Okay, and then later on you have a skeleton arm. And then once you're on the boat... The main character starts drinking a lot. Right. And you get... Um, there's a distillery that comes up a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it's run by these skeletons. And the way they get more employees is they kind of rope you into it in a very sleazy way where you immediately recognize sort of how corporations mm-hmm. operate. Um, and they get the main character, Conway, to drink a glass of their liquor and then they say oh you have to pay this off forever so you're now indebted to the company right um and i did not click on that glass but the game makes you drink it anyways okay um so at the end you're kind of with shannon again this other character um kind of handy girl character Mm -hmm. you're traveling around with and these skeleton people are following you and the main character drops off Shannon at the shore, and then once you come back to the boat, Conway's gone, and it's just three skeletons now instead of two, mm-hmm. like floating away in this other gotcha. boat. And it was just that was one of those moments. Where I was like, oh, it was just like a really cool moment. <laughs> that like, is, he's that gone. He's, cool. a, he's a skeleton right, he's a now. Skeleton. And that's um, the end of Act Four. Because the there's act one four, more act that hasn't been released yet. I don't know if it'll ever get released. I don't know if this is like a Winds of Winter. Right. George R. R. Martin, like, it is coming out, but it's never coming out. Right. Um, the end of Act 4, you get off the boat right. with the truck. So Shannon is now the main character. She now okay. has the truck. Um, and you're still kind of trying to do this last delivery. Right. Um, but the thing I was confused about, and I think you looked this up, is mm-hmm. whenever I'm confronted with choices for Conway to be an alcoholic or not be mm-hmm. an alcoholic, I would always be like, oh, no, I drink coffee. Oh, no, I don't drink. But still the game at the end was like, right. he drinks, and then he starts drinking more, and, and think, then he turns into yeah. a skeleton. And I was confused about that because I didn't choose those things. And I think that's what... I, I didn't know it early on, but now looking back on it, I think that's what really, that's the core of my problem with the game. And to quote some, because I looked up, you know, what do other people think about this game? And it, it seems to be one of these games where it's either you mm-hmm. are absolutely in love with it, or you think it's like the most boring game ever made. Yeah. I didn't see There's any middle there, ground. There can be no in between. <laughs> no. And what people, all the reviewers that really loved it, 
I pulled some quotes and it actually really kind of summarizes what does absolutely not work for me with the game. So, for example, one reviewer said, um, no matter what, so early on you can choose um, the name for your dog. You have mm-hmm. this dog in the game. It goes, no matter what name you choose for the dog, it doesn't change anything that follows in the story. But does it change how you feel about that dog? Damn right. And then to kind of follow up, there was another quote. Um, let me look it up here. I wasn't asked to make a decision that could affect where I'd go in the game or what I would see. I was simply creating the history of Conway and his dog. There are no choices. You are simply telling the game who you are and how you feel. And it's just, that doesn't... But I was telling the game that I am not interested in alcohol, and yet still the plot point was that he right, has but the whole with alcoholism. The whole thing, it seems to be, is just like... You're making these choices to kind of like, oh, this is how I feel right now, but it doesn't. You can't affect the story in any huh. way at all, and it's I don't just know if that, that doesn't resonate with me. I'm like, it doesn't. That doesn't work for me. I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's yeah. just like it just. I don't know. And but some people really seem to love that approach to where they can just kind of like, there is a way. Like, you're not affecting the story, but you're kind of, like, you're building the history of this character. That's what I kept reading a lot. Mm. It's like, I just don't, I'm not involved enough, and I don't really care enough to make the history for this person and their no, dog. And I don't know, I just, like, the the moment in Uncharted you talked about where you find the, you know, the lost city, it was in Uncharted 4, yeah. right? It's every, like, every Uncharted, you find a lost city. <laughs> But when you finally, in a game like that, you know, so maybe you spend a hundred hours with all the Uncharted games combined before you find it. So there's just like this massive payoff, right? And it's just, for me, I start this game. I don't really know what I'm getting myself into. And there isn't like really a clear narrative. And it's just all kind of like blah. And you're in this, hey, you're just. You're just here to be here and enjoy this world, and you're kind of just making up the history of this character, and it's just very kind of wishy-washy to me, and it just doesn't work for me at all. And like when I was playing the game, and I asked, I remember, I forget what I asked you, but I'm like, is there, like, are these certain things ever explained, like? Like the people in the mine in the first level, right underneath the oh, gas station. I, it's, I don't think it's a mine. It's oh, just yeah, it's just a gas station. And like they appear and then they disappear. And I'm like, does that ever get explained down the road? And you're like, I don't uh, know, man. Like you just <laughs> just enjoy the scenery. Just enjoy the game. And that was like a big red flag for me. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know about this. I want to go back to, um, maybe we can kind of put up a picture of this online too, of the gas uh-huh. station. Which is one of the iconic images yeah. they use in their um, publicity, too. Right. No, it looks awesome. Um, and just setting the scene for... It just romanticizes that life on the road. Right. Um, and it's this just beautiful kind of Americana of, like, the the lights, the mm-hmm. the people who are, inhabit that space, and how do they how do they live... Right. On the road. Um, just Yeah, just that first kind of setting of right. this is where you are tonally and aesthetically. It puts you right, like, this is the game. Right. You know? Right. That, and I thought that worked. And it's just really like, well. I want it, because the game is just dropped 
one of the gorgeous, most gorgeous games I've seen in a long time. And it's just, I wanted to like it. And it was just, just didn't work for me to where it's like the choices you make don't really matter. Um, it's just really slow at parts, really abstract. Like, I'm not always sure what's going on and it doesn't really seem to matter. Like, Hey, just go with it. And for some people that seems to really work. And for me though, like, you know, the scenery, the beautiful graphics, those are all things to me that enhance an already good game, but to make the whole game around that, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't Mm -hmm. work. Not for me personally. Yeah. So there's, um, I kind of looked up a little bit about the mines because you keep coming back to people who used to work in the mines. Mm -hmm. They're now abandoned. And the people who used to work there used to use tokens to keep fans running. Mm -hmm. They basically use those tokens, their own payment, Mm -hmm. to be able to live in these mines. Um, That is not, from my research, that is not something that still happens today Mm -hmm. people especially in the united states people getting paid in tokens right um the (laughs) most recent that i looked up is actually walmart in mexico paying workers with tokens instead of money which is like doesn't surprise me at all yeah (laughs) but it that's one of those things where it combines things of the past Mm -hmm. with the present and i feel like i've read Maybe from all the like gothic novels I've read too, I recognize so many of the themes. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like that dark horror references to death, references right. to yeah, and this mind thing. This was actually very hard to look up. Mm-hmm. If you look up any sort of token or mind, all you get online is Bitcoin. <laughs> like it's very difficult to research. Like so, I found some website from people who collect coins and tokens and stuff, I did mm-hmm. not realize that tokens, um, you cannot call something a coin unless it is issued by a government. So you hmm. can, but in a colloquial speech, of course, anything that looks like a coin is a coin. But right. to, to talk professionally, that's my little hmm. bit of knowledge that I found out from playing this game. Um, so, yeah, so the the game... It's supposed to be five acts. Four have been released. I don't... When was... Do we know when the fourth one was released? It was like, like a, a while ago. Yeah. yeah. And that was one of the... I guess there's there were some really big complaints where I think it was between act... I want to say it was between act three and four where it took like over a year to get released. And you had some people obviously that paid for all the episodes mm, up front. So yeah. they're like, where the hell is my game? <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally understandable. Um, and I think the game as a whole is what, 25 bucks. I, th- I think it was $7 an episode. If you purchase them all by themselves, which I don't know. I think s- some of the later acts are a lot longer, but like, like act one and two doesn't seem like there's act a- one is the shortest. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I paid $7 and then played act one, I would have no, been like, yeah, eh. <laughs> Like, there's not a whole lot going I, on I here. I get it, I get um, it. However, to ple- I don't know if you looked into this at all. To please gamers, the uh, I really should know what the company is that made this game. I think it's like Cardboard Games or something. Um, because there was so much time between episodes, um, they did some things, like released some extra content between the episodes. Like, one was a, um, a stage play that 
one of the characters wrote within the game, I guess, and you could also watch it through VR goggles if you have all I that. I heard about that, but I was like, I'm not doing that. No, yeah, the, there was just like all this extra content, but one thing I thought was really cool is between Act 3 and 4, they released something uh, called Here and There Along the Echo, which I think is one of the parts of the games too, I didn't get that far. Um, but you could actually call in to an actual phone line and there was all these, you were just forwarded to what do they call like one of those phone trees, right? Press one for this, press mm -hmm. two for that. And there was some quirky things about the game if you press certain things. But I guess one of the options, um, was to leave a message of your most, I think your earliest memory they wanted to know. Right. And you could call in basically leave a voicemail and then some of those they actually used in the game there's a part oh, in the game okay, where you can pick up the phone in the echo right yeah you know what i'm talking about okay. um i thought like that that stuff i thought that's that's pretty cool um that's really creative yeah but when when i played it in the game i was like this you makes had no, no idea sense. right okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was one of those moments of okay what am i what am i doing right here? So I wanted to um, talk a little bit about Act 2, which you played the Most beginning of. Most of it, yeah. Act 2 starts out in this um, cathedral that's been converted to yeah. an office. Mm -hmm. And it's very, there's a lot of bureaucracy going on. You mm -hmm. keep getting sent around. And, yeah. <laughs> and there's actually, and I don't know if this is on purpose, mm -hmm. but that whole second act, the beginning of it, at least, mm -hmm. felt extremely Dickensian to me. Hmm. The um, That office reminded me, it's called the Circumlocution Office from Little Dorrit, which is one of Dickens' novels. That's okay. just um, like a government office where you will never get what you want and you right. will just keep getting sent around or come back <laughs> later. That's what it felt like. And then also the distillery that keeps popping up is called mm -hmm. Hard Times, which is also a... Uh, Name of a novel okay. by Charles Dickens. Um, yeah, it just kind of reminded me a little bit of the, and I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I did know. I, I did notice something about my own style of gameplay when I was in that bureaucratic office, because I think I'm so used to playing games where it's like, like you know, when you're done, and let's say you're like a like an Uncharted game or some sort of type of first-person shooter, if you're done with an area, like, you go and explore and try to find all the little knickknacks mm -hmm. because once you go mm -hmm. past a certain point, you can't come back to that area. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I'm the only one who finds all these treasures. <laughs> no, but... You're not finding these treasures? <laughs> I'm doing all but the work. I was so... <laughs> you're obsessed with finding these treasures. I have to treasures. find all the treasures. <laughs> but I'm so used to that type of gameplay to where I found myself... Okay, so what the the bureaucratic building has like what five floors? I yeah, think, right? I kind of went around a lot. Right, and, and I started going. I started going. I'm like, let me explore every single floor first. But then I wasn't really finding anything. Like, so then I was yeah, like, okay, well, let me actually go with the to. story. But yeah. I just noticed. I'm like, oh my god, because I, I was so afraid of like what if I just follow the story and then I can't explore the other other floors or something like that? Like, I don't know. But there was, was nothing in the other floors. There. And the elevator's very slow. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of time. It was just funny to notice that in my own, own head. I was like, I've just been trained to play a game a certain way. So I'm like, well, that's kind of refreshing, I guess. But still, it's just... 
the character at that point in the game, the leg is already messed up, so you're walking really slow. The elevator in the building is really slow. You keep getting sent around, and I think that's kind of when I started yeah. getting a little bit annoyed. Yeah. And and it's supposed to make I'm you sure, feel annoyed, right. but that still doesn't cut it for me. You yeah, there's just saying? no... There's just no payoff for any... I don't know. Yes, yeah. That's... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just there to be there. Nothing really matters. And, hey, the music's nice. And look at all the pretty graphics. So and it's just... Once you find the doctor, actually, this is very interesting. Okay. The doctor lives in the woods somewhere. Right. And he only... He's pretty much the only person practicing his... The vocation he trained mm -hmm. for. You constantly run into people like, oh, I used to be a mathematician, right. but there are no jobs available. Right. It's just very much like, oh, you, you, you recognize this feeling. You're stuck with student loans mm -hmm. now. You can never pay them back. That's These themes constantly come up again. It's, mm -hmm. very, it's a very political game. Right. Um, the doctor's the only one able to practice his own vocation because he got a scholarship through a pharmaceutical company, he now has to always prescribe people... A certain medicine. A certain medicine, right. which is something that happens in real life. Mm -hmm. I think there's a John Oliver episode about this. I'm sure there is. Uh, <laughs> and you kind of... As you're fading out for the procedure and then fade back in, mm -hmm. he has explained it all to you while you're unconscious, mm -hmm. which is exactly one of those things where people use certain words to make you buy things or mm -hmm. just ways that make you feel stupid and you don't want to ask about it right i've found myself in that situation where i suddenly have like a medical bill and i'm like i don't remember agreeing to this i don't remember us talking about this yeah. um especially yeah in this country i feel like that's it's a little dystopian hmm. when it comes yeah. to the healthcare, and that that very much rang true for me like in the game yeah um just to finish it out on my side, one last quote, and we sort of already went over this, but this person loved the game, but this kind of exactly sums up why it doesn't work for me. What Kentucky Route Zero gets at that I think is often missed in narrative choices is that what's really important is not asking the player what they think will happen, but asking them how they feel. And I'm just like... The game doesn't need to know how I feel. I can know how I, I feel. I can know how I feel. <laughs> right? That's interesting. But for for some people, that really obviously struck a nerve, and they're like, I mean, there's there's a small like fan base for this game yeah, that's like really I, obsessed with this game. I get what you mean because I actually am looking over my notes, and I wrote down towards the end of Act Three, game uses accomplishing tasks as a mechanic, but does not satisfy its narrative, and there's no resolution. Like I actually have that written down here, and I think you said yeah. the same thing earlier. So is there is no resolution for a lot of stuff. It just kind of no, and it's you keep meeting new characters, mm -hmm. and part of that is fun, and part of that is also well. Wait, can we finish off with right. what we already have? Coming back to Game of Thrones, I, call I don't want to hear about your twenty million new characters. I call that the loss syndrome. You remember the loss? I never watched it. <laughs> I stopped after the second, like midway through the second, because there just kept being new and new stuff, and it would never get mentioned or explained. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not done. I'm good. His strongest <laughs> point. <laughs> just like, I'm just throwing things out there. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I mean, is there anything else you want to say about the game? Um, Closing thoughts. In Act 4, there's another reference to um, 
Greek mythology, I mm-hmm. believe. The river you're traveling on is the Lethe, which is the river of... Um, which one is it? The river of forgetfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is mentioned a few times where the people living on that boat that you're traveling on kind of get... Uh, they call it soggy-brained or they forget certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my only little other thing mm. that... I'm sure there's more references to uh, things and other media that I just didn't pick up on. But Right. Um, I mean, did you over, overall, you like the game? Would you play it again? No, I would not play it again. Oh, okay, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> like, sure. I can't get the time for that. Um, <laughs> I, I have a complicated the relationship. relationship. It's complicated. It's the same that you said. There's some things I'm crazy about, mm-hmm. and then there's other parts where I was like... I. I need to get through this or yeah. I, like, <laughs> I got I'm mad. I'm going to go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt in the museum. And I'm like, I, I don't need to put myself through this abuse. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> and and the thing is, it wasn't due to my own inability. inability. Mm-hmm. Me trying to do the elevator level and Uncharted on crushing and taking like five hours to do it <laughs> the first time around. And me just also getting, the Uncharted podcast. Me getting just <laughs> angry. It's like... Oh, it's that's me failing. Right, because it's not really. There's nothing really skill based. I just want to tell our listeners that I can now do that elevator level very well on crushing. Everyone's really proud of you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Only took you five hundred times. <laughs> um, are there any games now? Switching it up a little bit. Is there anything coming out soon you're excited about as far as video games? Yeah, we're probably going to talk Come about Last of Us. When Last of Us 2, right? Once it comes out, definitely. Um, all those people in the trailer at the party, they're dead. Let's face it. Yeah. They're not going to make it. The gameplay it. trailer? They're not going to make it. That's yeah. my prediction. You can make a whole... Oh, you know what? It might not even be about just Last of Us 2. It can make just a whole Last of Us umbrella Oh, I'm podcast. sure we'll talk yeah. about <laughs> The first one. But that's not coming out to what next? They don't even know yet. They say spring 2019, so we shall see. Uh, one thing I'm really excited about, I've been waiting on forever, Red Dead Redemption 2. And that is... won't be a reversal of this podcast, <laughs> where my brother is just in love with it, and I'm like, Rockstar hates all minorities, and I hate them so much, but this game is probably going to be super gorgeous. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be really be fun. And I hope... So, you know, earlier I said it's more video games this year that I've played probably in the last four years. You know, I've just been playing a little bit more than usual. And I think, if I remember right, it was early on this year where I tried to replay Red Dead Redemption 1 because I just have some really fond memories of that game. you, you made it to Mexico. It's okay. Nobody can make it to Mexico. No, I didn't even... I started the game and I think I played for 20 minutes. I'm like... No, you got pretty far. No, I didn't. I remember you getting That wasn't this year. That was longer ago. (laughs) I started restarting it this year and I turned it off after 20 minutes to where it's like, I want to be, I just, I love being in that Wild West world, but I forgot just how much you're riding your horse in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I mean, I I don't have time for this. And then somebody's like, Mr. My card. And you're like, oh, fine. (laughs) What's his name? Mr. uh, Mr. Mars. Mr. Mars. You want to pick these flowers? Yeah, just all the annoying side missions, which I think a lot of people felt that way about certain things in that game, and hopefully a lot of that will be fixed in the second one, but it's just, I want to be, I just want to be in that Wild West world, and I, even though Rockstar Games has a lot of faults, 
in a lot of their, in pretty much all their games. I'm so what, proud of you for saying that. What they do just amazingly well is they create these open worlds where I just, I yeah. want to spend time in them. Yeah. And that brings me to like, like an L.A. Noir, right? It's like a game no one ever talks about anymore because it was kind. It was kind of a weird game. Like read the faces. We're, we're making the facial expressions <laughs> like, at each other right now. <laughs> it's so much fun in that era of Los Angeles and like driving those old cars and all the good old fashioned racism. No, I'm just kidding. Watching women get beaten up, but I'm not the one doing it, so it's okay. And again, that's a game that I don't think I. I just don't think I probably wouldn't it, couldn't no. play again, but I just. That world, I just want to be in. I just, I hope they make a second version, you know, L.A. Noir 2 or switch up the city. And there's a lot of people hoping for that. And maybe one day Rockstar will get around to it. Because I think, I think it'd be just so easy to make a fun sequel for that game to where you could just make it Chicago Noir and you make it during the Prohibition era, right? And give me, like, Josh Brolin as the main guy voice acting, and let's go kick some Al Capone ass, right? Like, I just think it'd be so easy to make a cool follow-up to that game. And I don't know, maybe it will ever happen, because they just have... They're just going to sell so much more of Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption that even though L.A. Noir was, I think it sold almost a million copies, it's just probably not even worth it to them, because yeah. they make just so much money on these other games. Um, and another, another one that looks really cool, and I don't know if you've looked this up, there's this game coming out soon called Cyberpunk 2077. I've heard a few things about I it. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about that until I kind of looked at the schedule of upcoming games and I started looking at the gameplay and that's one where, yeah, I just hadn't heard much about and it looks really cool where it's kind of like, I mean, it is an open world game, which I know you're not always the craziest about but it you know it looks like a blade runner meets hmm. grand I just theft need, auto i just need a friend <laughs> i just can't like horizon zero dawn is amazing but i'm running around by myself well, I then need you my, might like this because you it is it's part it's a first person but it's also partially an rpg i believe and we so can. you do have you got some people with you and just from the gameplay that i watched i'm like this looks really cool it's got some really cool concepts um so that's something Sweet. I might be looking into. Otherwise, you know, I was looking at the game schedule, you know, the release schedule, and it's it's not a whole lot I'm getting super excited about, which well, is good. So I yeah, won't right? waste all my time, <laughs> <laughs> all my free time. You know, you have all your usual Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which is like, really? Are we... I remember when the first Black Ops came out, and like, I can't believe there's a fourth one. <laughs> like, just cranking out all these other titles, but... Um, and I don't know if you, there's a third Tomb Raider game coming out too. I don't know if you remember, I bought that first does she, one. Does she get like an entire giant metallic splinter through her brain and she's like, know. I'm fine now. I remember playing just that first one on with it. the reboot and it's just so <laughs> ridiculous, but I do, this one is supposed to be a little darker and what, what, what do they explain it as? Um, stealth gameplay has been more, has been made more complex Tombs and crypts are bigger than ever. Bigger than ever. I don't know, and I'm just from the little bit of gameplay or the trailer I saw, it looked like they're kind of going in a little bit of a more uncharted direction. So I'm like, yeah, I might look into that and see what the you know what the reviews have to say. It might be kind of cool. I do have to put up with her posh British accent. 
Oh, my brother has a... Sorry, if there are any (laughs) UK listeners, which there are probably not, my brother has a thing about... The posh, the, oh, the like the Emma Watson. They, oh, oh, Emma, you're doing great. I can do about ten minutes of that before my brain goes crazy. Hello, governor. That's not even the right <laughs> accent. That's not a accent. <laughs> I don't. I can't do it. But Emma Watson, that would be my best way to describe it. It's just too Shakespearean trained. Shakespearean, like, yeah. oh, I can't do this. Um. <laughs> So that wraps it up for today's episode. Just want to thank all you guys out there for listening. We are on Twitter at Modern Life Pod. We're also going to put up an Instagram at some point this week. And I think we are working on having a website at some point too. So yeah, thanks again for listening. And I'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>